Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, Shane Craddock here on The Inner Edge. Welcome to today's episode, which is going to be a little bit about winning, something that I think most people like to experience. Um, And the inspiration for it actually was my son, Sam, and his friends and their involvement in a local soccer club here where we live. And it's been funny, you know, over the last um, few weeks, um, I've just been very aware of Sam's language and his mindset going into certain games and his team had a very difficult season last year where they they lost most of the games they all got a bit disheartened this year with the addition of some new players and probably improvement in skills and uh, good work by the managers they've upped their game and they're they're playing much better but what I find fascinating is watching their mindset and the way that it changes so for example um I'm going to share with you some stories today uh, of that and also then in relation to business side of things, how I think it comes in. Because I guess my key point to kind of lead us into it is your inner, your inner approach to any game has a massive impact on your probability of winning. All right. Now, no matter how good you are, um, I saw recently there, you know, with the, cha- with the Champions League final between Liverpool and Real Madrid, Liverpool were the hot favourites. And Real Madrid, not so much, um, at least on paper. But what they did come in with was this eagerness to compete. And they adapted. They, they didn't have the better players. They didn't have the better team, but they won. And they won because they're almost like street fighters. But they came in with an intent. They had a plan, which came from the manager, and the players bought into it. And they won. They're the ones lifting the trophies. Now, with Sam... Uh, I've just watched this roller coaster of a matches, and I'm thinking about maybe probably the last four or five matches. Where at one point I'm saying to him, "How are you going to get on with this match? Oh, we're going to crush it today, Dad. We're going to we're going to crush these guys." I said, "Oh, why is that?" Oh, but because they haven't won many matches. Oh, interesting. Well, just just make sure you go in and compete. We're going to win it, Dad. It's going to be an easy match. Of course, you know the story here. They lost the match. Um, <laughs> and of course, Sam's at an age where no matter what I say, it's going to be rubbish because what do you know anyway, Dad? You're one of these old guys. But then um, there's another scenario then where they're up against um, two teams that are very good. One's top of their league, and the other one is somebody who's actually in a division, different, higher division. It was a friendly. And it's funny before the game, oh, we're going to get crushed, Dad. We're going to lose. Well, why? Well, because they're better and this, that, and the other. And it's funny then because in one scenario, I remember um, hearing a friend of his beforehand saying, we're, we're going to put it up to these guys, Sam. We're going to put it up to these guys. And watching the managers, I had clearly prepared that they hadn't accepted they were going to get crushed. They had prepared and adapted their plan to uh, handle what was the better team, just like Real Madrid against Liverpool. And competed and actually said two matches that Sam apparently was convinced they were going to lose. 
They drew one and had a chance to win it. And then they lar- narrowly lost another one um, in dubious circumstances. But essentially, they were there, they were competing. And the reason they were competing was because they had a different mindset that the manager had certainly adapted and he was going in to win. And certainly, I'd say the majority of the players went, there was a certain core group of the players went, we're here to compete and we have a chance. We have a chance and we're going to go in to win. So they kind of were all in. And Sam can be all in at different times, but not necessarily with those matches I have in mind. And it's also then funny, if you go in thinking that you are going to win, uh, well, maybe you lose a certain element of your edge. And obviously this podcast is about the inner edge. So on one level, you go in overconfident, you lose an edge. On another level, if you go in underconfident, you're definitely losing an edge because you won't bring your best. Now to bring it into a business context, um, I shared an email there recently on my mailing list. Plug, if you're not on it, you should definitely should go down it because you're missing out. But I'm going to read a little, little bit to you here from that, um, from that mail. So it's, it's to do with an entrepreneur. And he said, I think I'm ready. And I said, no, I don't think you are. And I was meeting this person who was preparing for what was, at the time, the biggest pitch of his business career. And I was there to help him. And his company had been shortlisted to be one of three companies to give a sales pitch for a very lucrative contract with a very big US-based company. And my client's business was the smallest by far company of the three that were shortlisted. And he'd never won a pitch of this size. And on this particular day, he was talking me through his approach. We'd had a few meetings already and he had definitely moved the bar. He'd improved um, over the time that we started working together. But I'd heard something in his language that wasn't sitting right. My spidey senses were probably picking something up. And I suppose I said to him, I said, look, I don't think you are ready. It seems to me that the, at the back of your mind, there is that you ha- you've accepted that you won't win it. And you're just thinking that I'm just lucky to be here. We're going to learn and it's great to be considered. And initially there was pushback. No, 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 no. I am ready. And then there was pause, reflection. There's like, actually, yeah, that's the truth. It was kind of at the back of their mind. So his inner script was essentially pre-written. And it was having an effect. And, it would, and because that subtle voice was there, that script was there, um, it was affecting his mindset. And once your fi- mindset is affected, and it's usually very subtle, and it can happen to anybody, the best, the best at any time. Um, I'm actually getting a flashback to, what's his name, Usain Bolt. And there was a period, I think halfway through his career, where he was you know, best in the world. I can't remember the name of his uh, fellow country person, country man, who also was a very good sprinter. Um, he had long hair and he'd won, I think, was it the world championships unexpectedly. This guy was brilliant off the blocks. Um, Usain Bolt, that was not his strength. And so he was false starting all over the place. And eventually, this is now the best of the best, one of the, I think the fastest man alive ever. And he was telling this story, I remember to an interviewer, I think in the BBC, and he's, he, the interviewer said, well, what was going on there? Because... When it got to the Olympics, um, Usain Bolt was back in form and he won the gold. And I think he might have set a world record. And afterwards, been interviewed, he said, you know, when the world championships happened, that really threw me. And I got in my own head, I got in my own way. And what I was thinking was, I hadn't realized it until my own coach said, what are you, what are you, what's worrying you here? And he said, I need to be faster off the blocks because they're faster than me off the blocks. 
So in his mind, it was a version of, if I don't get off the blocks, I'm not going to win. And the coaches looked at him and said, no, take that out of your head. You, you don't need to be as fast as that guy off the block, blocks. You're a different build. It's not your strength. Where's your strength? He said, my strength is in the last 50, 60 meters. Exactly. He said, just get off the block whatever way you can. It doesn't matter where they are. You will kill everybody in the last uh, 60 meters of the race. And when he heard it, he realized, oh, that's the truth. Now, that is sometimes the power and the simplicity of being uh, a trusted coach or advisor around somebody is to catch what is going on in that inner script. Now, I am going to give myself a little bit of a plug um, because I've been working on something over the last few months with a collaborator of mine, um, a German friend of mine called Dr. Michael Gerhardt, and he's an international specialist on uh, communications and uh, kind of presentation presentations and pitches and things like that for leaders and he does a lot of work internationally really good guy and we've been working on something and we're creating a program and it's going to kick off in september but we're going to do a run a one-hour free webinar called flip the script of the same name in june the details will be around um this post or this podcast wherever you're watching it'll be in the show notes so check it out lots to be promoted on my mailing list and i will be sharing for example some stories of even with that client the entrepreneur in the pitch is what exactly did i do how did i help him um so check that out plug over going back to that entrepreneur we ended up flipping the script for him and as he said to me he said you know what i can't believe the difference in my energy my mindset just like usain bolt where he said i've kind of convinced myself that this company would be crazy not to go with us. And so that was the energy and the mindset that he brought into the pitch. He was more relaxed. Key point, more relaxed. Tension eliminated. And in this situation, thankfully, it was a Hollywood ending. He won the pitch. It's had a massive effect on the business um, and also in the mindset of my client. And I think that's worth bearing in mind because no matter who you are, the best of the best, what I've discovered is, like Usain Bolt, uh, sometimes you can get caught out. Now, and it's, it's funny, even recently, I'm working on something important. I can't get into it because uh, it's a sensitive project. But I caught myself recently uh, with my own inner voice kind of going, oh, it kind of had essentially given up on winning. And I went, no, 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 no. That's not the case. M my job is not to decide if I win or lose. I want to bring in my best and at least be open to the possibility that I might get lucky just like Max Verstappen in the last race of last year's Grand Prix, no matter how controversial it was, he hadn't given up. you got to be in the game. And any of the best entrepreneurs or CEOs or leaders I've ever worked with, they generally are always uh, focused on the yes or even getting the lucky break. They just won't accept no. Um, and generally the best of the best, they'll see something that nobody else does. And certainly if you're a business owner, you probably relate to what I'm talking about. The problem as a business owner is that you're in a world that very often is focused on no. And if you're not careful and you're not careful who's, who you let around you, that no can seep in. Um, and you start to kind of, in your back of your mind, that voice starts to give up. And sometimes you don't even realize it. But then you're like Sam and the boys going into the match thinking, eh, we're going to get crushed. And that, and that is not a good thing. So... As you know, I like the questions to try and bring it back to you. And in this context, just have a little think about what are the important areas or projects in your work or your life that you're involved in that are important, like that you're actively involved in right now. 
and be brutally honest with yourself. Step back, tune into the inner voice. What is it saying? Like, are you genuinely seeking to win? Even if the odds are against you, are you all in? You might get a lucky break if you are. Certainly if that voice is like, eh, don't think it's, it's going to happen. That will affect your mindset, just like Usain Bolt, just like my entrepreneur client who was going for the pitch. And then also if you're somebody who's a leader or a parent, somebody who's involved with other people, um, maybe even the coach of a sports team, you have to watch out for other people's minds as well. Your mind might be right, but doubt will creep in for everybody at different times, the best of the best for different reasons. And so without realizing it, that is a challenge that everybody has. And if you're a leader in any context, um, it's very important to watch it out so that you can help catch that for people and then help them to move out of it. I, uh, I came across a quote recently. I wrote a post about it actually a few weeks back about Ronnie O'Sullivan, the fantastic snooker player who I think won record-breaking seventh world snooker title recently. I think he's the oldest person to do so. Uh, I can't remember his age. He's certainly in his late 40s. But this quote, I think, says it all and ties into what uh, we're exploring here. I just tried to enjoy the game. This is after he won now his seventh world title recently. I just tried to enjoy the game, compete, enjoy being on the circuit, try to enjoy what I do and work hard at my game. Then you just let the snooker gods decide what they are going to decide. And on these 17 days, they were on my side. Now, let's go back on that. The key back there, there he's obviously trying to enjoy the game and compete important word uh, enjoy what i do and then work hard at my game work hard at my game now, there's a lot in that and maybe i'll come back to that in a different episode but to me um if you're working hard on your game that implies that you have a mindset that you believe you can win you may not always win but you're working hard because you want to be there or thereabouts and then let the snooker gods decide or let the soccer guys decide or let the sprinting guys decide or let the business guys decide, you get the point. So to close out, um, I guess to give yourself the best chance of winning in any aspect of your life, go in seeking to win, believing that you can win. That's it for today. Ciao.